0: Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim, and today we are going to discuss our rapid reads for Sandman. And if you haven't read it yet, and you want to be up to date with us, you're going to just read issues one through 10. That's our stopping point for this rapid reads. And then we will be doing 10 through or 11 through 20 next time. And in theory, that should be roughly about where the first season is. The other caveat I'm going to give to this is our discussions are going to be spoiler-free of the show, mostly because this first episode we are actually recording before the show comes out, and the next one we will be recording just after the show comes out, but we want to keep it spoiler-free. We might theorize about things on the show or what we'd like to see, um, but we won't be discussing our reactions to the show. So... The Sandman comics are by Gil Naiman and its artists. No, you need to say that again. You said Gil (laughs) Naiman. Gil Naiman, my God. Neil Gaiman. (laughs) Too funny. I will keep that in. Uh it so it's by Neil Gaiman, which we have discussed before. And its artists include Sam Keith, Mike uh Dringenberg, Jill Thompson, Sean McManus. Mark Hempel, Brian Talbot, and Michael Zulli. And I apologize if I said any of those wrong. And then the lettering is by Todd Klein. Probably Klein. And covers are by Dave McKean. And the whole comic began in technically 1989. Uh, The first issue actually released November 1988. But the cover date is for January 1989. It was originally published by Vertigo Comics and is now reprinted and continued with the Sandman universe um, via DC Comics. Vertigo was a subset of DC Comics designed to publish adult content that would include nudity, drug use, and other various mature content, obviously. Uh, Sandman was one of the first few comics to ever make it to the New York Times bestseller list the plot of the first 10 ep- issues, episodes my goodness is when dream becomes trapped by a human it changes the dream world forever he must collect all the items that he uses once he breaks free his sand his helm and his ruby have fallen into unexpected hands that he must get back and i want to be clear he's got to get the items back not the hands because <laughs> after reading that i was like oh it sounds like he's trying to recover the hands so Can i add two names to
1: your list because i actually got the um exclusive edition from barnes and noble and two artists that you didn't mention were listed on here and that's malcolm jones the third and kelly jones Uh, i don't know what they did they were just listed on the on the cover it's
0: it's possible that they did the cover art for the exclusive edition yeah that's what Um, i'm figuring so yeah so sarah what are your feelings on sandman it's pretty good (laughs) <laughs> Are we going to have to like pull things from you this episode?
2: I don't really have much to say honestly most of this was set up for a story that's going to unfold over a very long period of time. Um so uh, especially because I wasn't really feeling it uh reading it right now. I um I read it. Yeah, I don't really know what else there is. I really don't like the art. I'm going to tell you right now, but that's
0: always been the case yeah um, it, so when ugly. did you originally read this like how did you first get introduced to sandman then
2: um i don't
0: know i think I, that was you. it was no it wasn't me it was at dts if i think if it's correct uh
1: Kubra, maybe I should name
0: the company it's no longer a company. And there are multiple okay. DTS's acronym. Yeah, okay. Acronyms okay, okay. Just, yeah. I, um, just, just, um, just yeah, yeah. saying,
2: baby. Maybe, maybe um, not. Okay. Yeah.
0: And Kubra borrowed it from one of our other coworkers. I can't remember their name. Um. I can remember their name, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems weird. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Kubra wouldn't mind us name dropping her. so. <laughs> um, Kubra's never going to know about this. You never know. You never know. Gotta <laughs> keep my um, mouth shut. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Kubra borrowed it from a coworker. You then were reading it because Kubra was talking about it. And then you guys were talking about it and I had started reading comic books at that time. And so then I started reading it. So you actually read it before me. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Um it was it I'm sure it feels like cuz it's comic books like I introduced it to you but it it wasn't me i actually learned of it from you guys
2: Uh, uh, yeah Yeah. sandman and fables are like the two that i read before i just started borrowing everything from you
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so for those who don't know because this isn't something that comes up too often i am massively into comic books um i haven't been as actively into them in the last couple of years just due to finances um but I love Sandman so much that I actually have various characters tattooed all over my leg. So I love this. I love rereading it. I don't mind the artwork. It's very 80s artwork though. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm not a fan, not a fan of 80s. Although this is, I think there is worse artwork, at least in some of the issues. So like all things considered, it's not as bad as it gets. But I do wish it didn't look so dated and just bullish. And
0: even some newer art artists. that we've seen, some of the newer art that I've seen in other like comic book runs have not, uh-huh. <laughs> have not been great. And you know which one I'm talking about. Oh, I do. That was horrendous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mind this. It definitely dates it. Um, but I think it also was kind of designed to be like, grittier because vertigo was supposed to be the adult line because like if you look at swamp thing which was also that same time frame john constantine so hellblazer um they saw their original issues had some pretty rough looking art too and i think that was just to make it look more adult for lack of better words um so what about you kim what did you think because this has been your what third fourth attempt to read this so i'm going to clarify
1: yes this has been my fourth attempt to read it um i've read all of this i didn't think i had i've read it all okay i recognized every story i i've read it um which means that it didn't stick with me very well now i don't know if i've read further because again i didn't know i had already read it until i read it So we'll see if I went further, Ronan, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt you. It's that simple. Oh, um, (laughs) stop, get over here and lay down. Um, so I, it's fine. I like it. Um, I think I'm going to like the storyline as a TV show much more. Um, because a lot of what's being done visually here, I'm I've tried with comics. I they they haven't translated into my life. I'm just not big on them. Um I recognize and they're not easy to read. No, they're not. Um, I recognize that this is a very valid um reading source. I you know, I don't judge people for reading comics, and I think it's a great stepping stone for kids because they can be very visual with it and and that translates into reading. And I, and I think, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Marvel fan of the movies and I'm not one of those people, even at my age, that's going to be like, Oh my God, this is such, you know, this is such base storyline and all of that. I I think they do develop great characters and particular characterization in comics is, 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 is really good. So um, yeah. Go ahead.
0: And particularly with these ones, the thing I will say is Gaiman went into it with a clear, like, storyline. There is, particularly every time I reread it, I catch things. I was like, oh my gosh, he was setting that up from the get-go. So I think the other thing is when you have a comic that has, like, a clear plot, a planned, like, even if they add in the extra, sorry, sorry, Add in the extra little issues here and there. If they have a clear overarching storyline, it makes it stronger. And sometimes with like more of the superhero ones, they may have an overarching one, um, but then it gets reset and then it gets reset again and it gets reset again. And it doesn't maybe have that like poignancy that people would expect. Why are we doing the hands? I
2: hate that. That's why I stopped, like, that's why I lost interest in comics, because they always just reset themselves, and everything that happened prior doesn't matter. So nothing that happens currently matters, and it's just like, why am I reading if all this character development's going to be undone, or you're going to kill off this character and then bring him back unchanged 20 issues into the future? Yeah. Just So I will say that I appreciate Sandman's linear, I get. It has uh, a very... It's, direct, it's, yes, it has a plot. It's <laughs> plotted Middle, you know... Progress. Yeah. <laughs> does not loop around on itself
1: constantly yeah. starting. Well, I can't see Gaiman ever... Because I think a lot of times when you're looking... And, and this is me with very yeah. limited knowledge. But I think a lot of times when they do the resets or the reboots on the comics, it's because they bring in other writers. Because the, 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 the writers may lose interest or they want to develop a different character. And so... You bring in or, the next writer to, to tell their version of whatever's going on of uh, whether it be characters or, you know, themes. Um, and there, there was just no way Gaiman was ever letting go of this. He did. He has allowed some people to write different characters, um, but never the the central story from what I understand. Um, yeah.
0: It's currently there's a Sandman universe
1: um, okay question did Constantine come before Sandman or did he pull Constantine into Sandman he, he
0: pulled Constantine into Sandman okay so
1: Constantine was pulled in um the alien like I, I know who he is but I don't know <laughs> Martian who he is. Manhunter yeah yeah he was brought in
0: yes you will see nods to DC comic book characters throughout the entire thing okay even John D is actually a a previous comic book character. And part of that is because when Gaiman originally decided to do this, he approached DC Comics and was like, I want to write Sandman, not this Sandman, the original superhero Sandman. And they're like, oh, okay, let us think on it. And then they came back to them and they said, you can write Sandman, but we want you to write a new Sandman, your version of Sandman. Um, So that's when he then developed this story. And that's why he's got those nods and stuff because his interest was in writing a superhero amongst superheroes. Um, So, and when you're at Vertigo, because it was a subset of DC, they could to some extent play around with it. Um, but yeah, John Constantine was already established. They also actually, uh, John Constantine at one time mentioned Swamp Thing. Doesn't say Swamp Thing, but he says, um, something like, I know a green man or something like that. I I caught the reference. Yeah. 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 That was Swamp Thing. And then yeah, Martian Manhunter. And even the guy who was with Martian Manhunter, that's also a superhero. I can't remember his name. I don't know him as well. Um, so yeah, throughout all of these, there are those references, um that i i like <laughs> yeah. obviously um so i guess uh, kind of the first thing is what are your guys's feelings on morpheus aka sandman
1: <laughs> he is weirdly naive and weirdly knowledgeable all at the same time it, it's kind of funny it's it's like he's like completely mystified as to who would steal his stuff even though he was locked in a cage by the person who would steal his stuff Um, and he just kind of was like, ah, I'm going to fail, but I'll try, you know? And, and so, yeah, he was, he's an interesting character.
0: Yeah. I think that really, um, it's kind of the endless in general is each one has kind of their weird foible, um, that is a flaw for them. And for Morpheus, it definitely is the, um, like, all-knowing, because he is a creature of dreams. uh, But at the same time, not really knowing people. He knows what they dream about. I don't think he really understands people in general. What are your thoughts on it, Sarah?
1: Oh, oh, sorry. No, Go ahead. No, no, no. Sarah, you talk um
2: you know he's there he's driving the story but my thoughts on him are i don't have strong thoughts about him um, he's just
0: kind of the narrator and you're cool with it
2: yeah i mean he works fine as as like a the voice to be telling the story from mm-hmm. um he, he's not like offensively stupid or annoying or like weirdly overpowered or anything like that even though he is extremely powerful um but yeah i mean like in terms of sandman characters it's always just been death lucifer and like the corinthian and maybe matthew sometimes but those are like the only ones I have any significant interest you don't in. what about Pumpkinhead? we haven't met him who, yet who is can you say oh, stick to the tin he was in a bus i he don't even have i bus. even he met, met corinthian yet yeah, uh, it showed there's, a
0: picture
2: of him. Yeah, it showed a picture of Talking him. Talking about him missing. It
1: was the nightmare with the mouth. With the dries. teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in- he's been mentioned. That doesn't mean yeah. I've met Corinthian yet. No,
0: but you're gonna love him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm telling you now, I am pretty sure you're going to love him. Um, and he is supposed to be getting his own spin-off in the Sandman universe. Um, but yeah, I it definitely morpheus is interesting but definitely the way the other characters interact with him is kind of like what makes him interesting uh i would agree with you on that sarah and then you were going to say something kim
1: i love the fact that he had to hitch a ride on dreams in order to get any place physically so he had to drop into the dream world to transport on people's dreams and he could amazingly find a dream that would get him where he needed to go but he had to have the dream in, it in order to get there. I liked that. I thought that was really cool. I was, it was, a, it was a cool touch.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then only cause you've already mentioned her. Uh, what are you guys' feelings on death?
1: I'm sure at the time she was cutting edge at the time that it was written. Um, I don't think there'd been, I don't know. I, I would be curious to know who came first as a female. No, that was God. Um, but yeah, I'm sure she, I, I'm sure at the time she was very cutting edge. She, she seems pretty par for the course now for what's written, but and I, I fully recognize that's because other writers are stealing off of, of.
0: Oh yeah. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's pretty cool.
0: I, I love her. <laughs> she's one of my two favorites. The other one that we, uh, in terms of the endless, the other one I, we haven't met yet. And so I won't mention that one. Um, But I I will sorry. (laughs) I'll behave. You you know which ones I have tattooed on my body. Yeah,
1: I don't know which ones are straight out of Sandman and which ones are other.
0: Oh, okay. Fair, fair. Um, I love death. Uh she is and particularly this issue, number issue number eight, which is like just about the most difficult thing to get your hands on. Um she's just like she's so sympathetic and so human even though she's an endless and you would think being death that she wouldn't be um and i love the fact that she's the big sister i don't know why but that like the fact that she's the older sister i love it the idea that yeah. death came before dreams what about you sarah
2: is she the oldest or is that destiny Destiny's drop names on what the other ones Oh, it's aren't. fine. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine, fine. Other, it's other fine. than... <laughs>
1: just don't talk about the storyline.
0: Yeah. Uh destiny came first, I believe.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like Death a lot. I think she's very interesting, like you said, very human, empathetic, or sympathetic. Um, but just like very wise to giving little dream. Baby brother advice.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I love the whole, you get this sense, particularly in that first issue where you're meeting her, even though she's sitting there having a conversation with Dream the entire time, it feels like she's actually paying attention to every single death she's processing. Um, and I kind of like that nice, like he's just tagging along for her job. Uh, it doesn't change her focus on giving each individual their necessary time to process their death um which i like uh i liked that he seemed very
1: supportive of it meaning you know he was okay this is what she's doing right now conversation's got to stop whatever and i don't even know if i'm remembering in that that great of a detail whether it went that way or if i just imposed that view on it um but yeah kind
0: of the nice thing about comics is because it's a visual medium you get to interpret it that way there's not really a wrong way to interpret that because it does pause from panel to panel. Um, and it doesn't have his talking bubbles going over the top of it too much, if I remember correctly for that part, um which would imply that he does pause or halt or slow down his conversation so that the moment can play out before he starts talking again. So I think you interpreted that correctly. So good job. Yay. Yay. okay I, I will
1: say I I found these panels chaotic. Um I often had to go back and reread to get it in the correct order. I could tell once I read it that I had read it out of the correct order, but then I had to go because I yeah, I like things being complete. Um I would then have to go read it in the correct order. And that's the one thing that has caused me problems every time I and I've, as we say, tried to read this four times. Apparently I successfully read it at some point and I just didn't remember. Um, at least the but first 10 I, I, issues. Yeah, I find it, I found it very chaotic, so. Um, I think that's intentional. Oh, I'm I'm certain it is. That doesn't mean I enjoy
0: it. Um, Just having read so many other comics, he doesn't rely on like the clear frame. Are we boring you, Sarah? <laughs> what? No. Oh, you sighed heavily. You looked like really like irritated there for a second.
2: <laughs> oh, no, I didn't even...
0: No, he just breathe in a while
1: and <laughs> needed a breathe
0: fair okay it's a
1: valid need
0: <laughs> um I think and and sarah can attest to this is he does not or they don't rely on the clear like panel formatting in this occasionally it does um but there definitely is like some blending in from panel to panel they don't have a clear structuring sometimes it takes all pages yeah
2: this might actually be in the Lucifer spinoff. I'm not sure, but I, I feel like I distinctly remember, like at least one point when they like have a spiral going on across that's the page this, <laughs> of the panels.
0: Yeah, that'll be in this. That's, that's I've read that. This. I've yeah. read that. <laughs> um, I know what part you're talking about, but we haven't gotten there yet.
2: Um, okay, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I do remember that. Just the panels, even with well, this reread, definitely there were times I was like, "Am I going left to right or up?" and then down, up, down, like.
0: <laughs> well, and there's the one point where you have to like completely turn the book so that you're yes, reading it.
2: The big, <laughs> heavy that has so many yeah. pages. Yeah, page. okay. this is
0: weird. <laughs> Sarah and I both have the, I'm going to say it wrong, um, the omnibus versions. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually split into, it's split into three parts, but it's like 75 issues over three parts. Um, I think it might even be more than 75 issues because uh, i think it includes all of the well 20 was about half wouldn't it? 37 issues Wait. are you sure in our two parts there's three parts or, sorry three parts yeah i have all three hmm. are you missing one i don't know i can't tell if okay you have the one with the black text yeah yeah this one yeah there's three of them mm-hmm. no no <laughs> Maybe on a different shelf that i can't see from here oh yeah no mine are lined right up on my one little bookshelf um that i use for like tiktok and stuff so yeah no there's three there's three of them i don't have all of like i don't have the lucifer and i don't have um some of the spinoff ones like death's volume and stuff but for the core story, there's three. And there's like it depending on like if you do the books or you do the deluxe versions or if you do the volumes, there's more she's looking she's, she's I know she's, she's off. gone. She's, she's, gone. Off. she's gone. She kept
1: glancing to the side. I'm like, she's yeah, she's out. <laughs> she's gonna go find that. See if she's, she's, she's got out if three. she's
0: missing one. Yep. And if she's missing one, she's gonna want to purchase it before the show comes out. <laughs> too funny so obviously kim you know that one of my all-time favorite characters is constantine yeah Uh, what did you think of him in this
1: okay so to clarify i've seen the constantine movie numerous times i actually quite like it and i know a lot of people don't because it's keanu reeves instead of an englishman you know um and I and I agree. They're they're Claire. Okay. Oh, my brain. So at the time that Constantine was made, it was all American actors. This day and age, you get we get a lot of foreign actors, and so uh, foreign foreign to America, um, they're not foreign in their own worlds. Um, but so yes, there there were other actors that could have could have portrayed him and been English um and it probably would have had more of a real brit feel the movie you know it wouldn't have felt mm-hmm. like it was an american um well and you've watched the tv but, show yeah, the he season, yeah he was good yeah good he was good but i i quite like constantine i like the the premise of him i i like morally ambiguous characters um that are, did you find it? I might have it. Because <laughs> I have all my Sandman
2: stuff. Like I have the two omnibus, and then the Lucifer and the Death one. Um, and then another one that I'm not sure what it was. I guess Sarah's
1: going to have to be doing some shopping. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: they aren't cheap and it's like it has to be they have to be together i wouldn't have
1: separated them
0: like oh man now i'm curious if you can even get one
1: she's typing away she'll know in about five seconds um but anyway yeah no i like constantine and i, and I do i like oh. i like For $139. morally ambiguous
2: how much sorry how 139 dollars and 50 cents that's not Isn't that bad she-
1: too bad I for another ones i got for a hundred so.
0: yeah
1: yeah but i mean years back the the show's coming out from what i understand very shortly am i going to be gone
0: august august 5th
1: oh i'll be in texas i think no i'll be flying You're back going the to next day to texas? can you yeah you <sighs> no i have to go <laughs> i have to go Sorry,
2: condolences any yeah, that's right. to anyone living in texas who's listening I, we've
1: actually her. lived in texas so um yeah I, luckily uh, the I, girls I, were quite young this. then
0: i guess sarah's doing some purchasing <laughs> i can remember my password
1: for this <laughs> bookshop.org account
0: <sighs> anyway what was
1: your question because i can't remember now i'm very oh i was just asking scattered.
0: what what you thought of constantine
1: yeah no i liked him i i i think he's cool
0: yeah um, he's my and i favorite. like his
1: i like his character in other things.
0: What's wrong so. sarah? I
2: can't remember my password maybe it's <laughs> auto saved somewhere i'm sorry i'm just having a moment here.
0: Did you check to see if it's on amazon?
2: I buy from amazon are you kidding me? Sorry Aww. i have strong feelings about it.
0: I'm sorry.
1: Where are you buying it from then? I'm curious who you support. Bookshop.org. Oh cool cool never heard of it but cool cool i'm sure it's not a big conglomerate company well
0: to be fair on amazon it's only 80 bucks yeah it's usually cheaper on amazon yeah
2: but um usually i get the books that i get from them are damaged when they arrive because they ship them like shit and Uh, they do now what was that oh yeah
0: yeah nowadays it's really crap shit Uh, shipping yeah it's really crap shitting from amazon shipping from amazon when it comes to books
2: yeah um so i don't like to order from them and also you know i don't really like supporting jeff bezos more than i have to so there um okay got into my account because i did have it saved on my other browser so
0: oh good so well, you shop, we'll keep talking about Constantine yes, and other please. characters.
2: Oh, is that what you're talking about? Because <laughs> I totally
0: kind of just... Yeah. Yeah, we were discussing <laughs> Kim's introduction to Constantine versus him in the comics. Um, I will just say this is one of the sweeter moments with Constantine versus, like, his actual, like, comics. Um, and even then, this was pretty, like, sad in terms of the ex girlfriend and her living off of the sand which the hallway panel is horrifying <laughs> like that yeah. i'm curious how they're going to do that for the show and if it's going to be like super dark
1: it's going to be I on think. netflix right yeah yeah well they, they didn't exactly play play nice with uh american gods so it's not like it's they're they're going to be
0: uh, oh yeah they feel. took over uh They took over American Gods. Who did it originally? Like Star or HBO or something. Oh, okay. However, they my point Netflix would be has gone gruesome with stuff. Yeah, as I just
1: say that it's kind of my my point is that they're they're not insistent on it being appropriate for the masses. Yeah. meaning younger younger viewers and whatnot so
0: she has me excited although i'm like terrified of that like human inside out hallways <laughs> if they even do that um because yeah, i know, know
2: there's a lot to cover in however many episodes they're doing
0: yeah well and they're they they do not have john constantine for the show um they're having his ancestor which you haven't met yet kim um play the current storylines for him due to copyright stuff. Um so they did alter that. A lot of the I think a lot of the comic book nods that are in the comics aren't necessarily going to show up in the show. So we may not see like Martian Manhunter and all of that. Which is kind of nice because it allows the focus to be on the Sandman story, which there's plenty of. So um what did you guys think of Cain and Abel? god they're so annoying (laughs) i love the gargoyle i knew you would love goldie i've seen a i've seen a picture goldie will be in the show yay
1: (laughs) i'm i'm hoping goldie comes up more I, i could care less about cain and abel other than yeah i mean i and again my source of cain and abel which was stolen from this is supernatural and I didn't like their play on Cain and Abel. I don't particularly care for this play on Cain and Abel, but I'm not, I'm not knowledgeable on the Cain and Abel biblical storyline anyway. So it's, you know, kind so of whatever.
0: I, I quite adore Cain and Abel in this. Um, if only because they are, have a, wee, like it's not a normal brother- like storyline kind of thing um in terms of like how it normally would be depicted and i can't i don't i won't say what i was going to say because i can't remember if it comes up in this or not um so i will say that
1: they seemed and and i don't mean this in the literal sense but they seemed almost incestuous They seemed exceedingly close and knowing that one kills the other ultimately is really irritating to me. Um, So, yeah. And I'm talking about the biblical story, not about whatever happens (laughs) in this. Um, So, yeah. I mean,
0: it's not wrong for this except for the fact that the killing continues over and over and over again. Um, Hence, uh, yeah. abel crawling back out of or waking back up after kane kills him in the whichever issue they were in for this um but i quite like them i know sarah doesn't like them i think she finds them stupid annoying i, I don't know all of the above
1: pointless all of the okay above.
0: okay so what character wasn't pointless to you in these first 10 issues death death okay what about Lucifer? Oh, well, yeah, I enjoyed his appearance.
2: Um, it just made me want to reread the um, the whole
1: Lucifer spinoff, really. Um, See, I kind of wish this was a book so I wouldn't have images of these because I don't like the artwork. I don't find any of these Renditions of any of these characters to be very appealing, even even Death. While I like her, I think she's cool. I would like I would prefer to have my image of who all of these characters are, even if it's you know laced in descriptions by Gaiman. Um, it, it still you know the, these characters wouldn't look like they do in this. So if they were in my head instead of on the page.
0: Yeah, the one thing I will say that's nice about these though is that they don't always stick to how they appear i mean that comes up with death or uh, dream um in these first few issues is that his appearance changes based off of who he's talking to well um, yeah
1: I, I i yeah i saw that um in fact that that was one of my favorite stories is the um where dream falls in love with the one woman
0: yeah the the queen from africa yeah 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 <laughs> Was yeah that
1: was a really yeah i thought that was yeah really
0: i couldn't cool remember story. if it was nada nala or Naba. <laughs> i couldn't remember off the top yeah. of my head um yeah i definitely like that one and, and it, i like the artwork in that back. one a
1: bit more i'm sure it's the same artist but i like the way they that it was such a bright story rather mm-hmm. than being so dark
0: yeah Everything okay, Sarah? Yeah. Oh, okay. You just like looked off into the distance. Um, what about the diner story?
1: I was just gonna say I hated the diner story. Disgusting. And um, I
2: did not like it. Oh, I didn't like rereading it.
1: No, it, and and just so gratuitous to me is, uh, yeah, it yeah, it was very unappealing. I'm as not a story. sure what the purpose was.
2: Yeah, because it,
1: it ultimately
2: that part wasn't necessary it was just some crazy guy waiting for dream to show up yeah but
0: i well i'll actually like that part um i think it shows the fine line that the endless walk in terms of their abilities and their responsibilities and how easily no one else can really do it um I think it also talks about shows kind of like the darkness of humanity if we're not careful um and then at the same time i totally recognize that it's vertigo being a vertigo comic it went we've got adults reading this let's give them a dark storyline um and i think it sets you up to realize as you continue on with these that this isn't going to be a bright pretty story that it is sometimes going to be kind of dark and gruesome and unpleasant um and i can't help but wonder if it's maybe a reflection of the late 80s early 90s i mean kim's the only one who can attest to that in terms People of like, being driven mad at a diner no not like literally being driven mad but like like i don't know i don't know it whenever i look back and see images of like the late 80s early 90s everything looks like a little gritty and um you know we have i hate to bring this up but like the trumps and you know these these people who like
1: okay well i'll say in the 80s and 90s i had no fucking clue who donald trump was none whatsoever on the planet i could not have cared less about that Um,
2: beautiful time to be alive. Oh, one aspect,
1: you know, go back in time, but not so far back that we're in the fifties again. Yeah, I could do that. Um, but as far as, you know, yes, there was the perception that the streets were dirty or people were, um, drug addicts and on the street and, and, um, pretty much wallowing in their own filth. That was, an idea um i mean it's kind of like if you think about the opening and closing segments of pretty woman where she's walking mm-hmm. down the streets of hollywood which having walked the streets of hollywood um it looks exactly like that now but that was more uh, uh, a shock at the time. It was like you know, and the homeless man, you know, yelling. I'm talking about Pretty Woman, but you know, the homeless yeah. man yelling in the background. You know, rural America never experienced that, um, but we had diners, you know, and 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 you knew the people in the diner. And and I th- I think the thing I found most interesting was the waitress in that one, as far as constantly telling the stories of the people that came into the diners in her head and having some unrealistic dream that she's going to publish a book one day and, and it's going to, you know, transport her out of this life that she's living. Um, and I, and it, yeah, and being I think,
0: completely clueless about the people at the same time.
1: Yeah. 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 So, okay. So yes, I agree with you. If it was very representative, um, uh, but, but not representative of how, most people lived that was city life that wasn't um and you know it's just like everyone thought if you went to new york you'd, you'd get shot in the streets i went on a uh, on a tour and this would have been earlier than 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 this time but um and we weren't allowed to be out of dark out after dark i was in middle school and when we were in new york we had to be in the hotel room we were there on the fourth of july they took us to the top of the rca building and then brought us down before the sunset. It's like, what the hell? I thought we were here to see the fireworks. They're not going to have fireworks before the sun sets. And did no, shot, though? Nope, didn't get shot. So didn't get shot. It worked, apparently. Well, we'll okay, well, yeah, we'll do that. We, I did see things I never thought I'd see. I, I, I saw my first transvestite when I was um, in middle school, so this would have been a long time ago. <laughs> Uh 40 years ago? Is that right? If I'm 50, a little less than 40 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, would have been like the ago.
0: late 70s, early 80s.
1: Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of, you know, the build yeah. up to because New York being a deadly place was earlier than 80s, late 80s. Um yeah. by by the late 80s, they were starting to, you know arrest everybody and that they saw um yeah yeah anyway anyway yeah we'll change that so yes (laughs) i agree with you amber that that little that
0: issue issue issues i think it is
1: yeah um pretty good representation of the time yeah
0: at least how the times are changing too i think even if it's not like completely accurate to everyone's representation it's a like a hint at how dark things possibly were or how much people didn't really know
1: i also um, think a which, contrast between the idea of the diner being this idealistic place where you go get you know great food and all of this
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you you know everybody there um and really it was just a place that was dirty and grimy and you ended up dead yeah poor After murdering doing a lot of weird stuff <laughs> yep 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 <laughs>
0: Um, and then I'm trying to think of who else we can discuss. If there was, uh, well, I guess we got introduced to Rose in the last issue. So, what do you think of Rose,
2: Sarah? <laughs> I didn't really see much of her, so I don't, I don't even remember her role in the story as a whole. Which
0: goes, she's to- um Unity's she's the- do- granddaughter.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, know. But I don't know. I don't remember how the significance of what's going to play out. So, Oh! But so far, I'm like, what ifs? I vaguely okay. remember this character. Um, no I'm thoughts. A... <laughs> who's Unity? The one uh, who's in the, like the, who was asleep.
0: Yeah, and got oh, that's right.
2: She,
1: that's right. Yeah. She, she ended up getting pregnant while she was, she
0: was asleep, asleep
1: and gave birth. Yeah, I remember now. Um, yeah. Well, I, I knew she was unity's granddaughter immediately as soon as she was introduced so that wasn't but i think it was meant to be blatant
0: yeah it's because it's all of that is setting up to what is going to be because they say it in this um the vortex so we're actually we've been getting the setup of getting dream to the point where he now has to deal with like the first big consequence of him being trapped which is then handling um the creation of a vortex and retrieving all of the dreams that have escaped. Um, so, I, what? Why are you laughing? Just, Gaiman reminds
1: me of, um, oh, who's the writer? Oh, the pun books that, oh, Piers Anthony. Oh,
0: Exam, yeah. Seeing things
1: differently. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the, all the dreams escaped. Okay. So he wasn't there to contain the dreams. So they just went away, but they exist as a thing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not just your brain taking care of your anxieties from the day. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, what did you guys think of desire and despair? They're the two of the endless. Yeah. Bear has the ring. Um, so desire is the one who has the giant home that is realm that is shaped like desire, and summons despair. Its twin, or their twin.
2: No memory. I remember them. I'm looking. I find if I look at it, I remember more. I feel like despair is a pretty good portrayal of itself, herself, himself. I don't remember which one.
0: Uh, I think herself. Okay. Um, If I remember um, correctly. Particularly from the yeah. audiobook, I think they describe it as a she.
2: Yeah. I-, I think that that concept is well done for the Endless. But I never had any strong feelings about her one way or another. I remember Desire being interesting. I think they fuck a lot of stuff up if I remember correctly um, you are
0: remembering correctly
2: like, right now it's just like with this first we don't really see a lot of them oh, we
0: just get introduced we, to them but they're yeah one of the seven endless so kind of a core one despair is one that i have on my uh knee i have her sigil on my knee um so i i i like despair um i like I the fact
1: that no memory I even uh, just skimmed through and I don't remember it. So,
0: Despair is the one that is the uh, naked woman who is like um, obese. It
2: was like, I think, issue
0: nine or 10. I'll was look your, again. Uh, it wasn't 10, because 10 is meeting Rose. I think it's nine. Okay, okay. so you guys keep D. talking. I'll look. And D was like seven and eight, I if I remember was, correctly. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: The African one is right before. Oh,
0: okay. Then desires is number eight. All right. Oh, nope. That's death. Just a second. I'm.
1: So desires. And yourself? you see now why I'm so confused.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm pulling out my book. I'm looking.
1: I am too. You guys talk. I'll look. Oh, well, both of course y'all are
2: searching. I'm not going to talk to myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So what I like about them is the fact that uh, they were kind of, like, not pristine for that time frame. Uh, Desires, the dollhouse is after um, Nadia's story. It's the one that takes place after the African-oriented story. It has, this is the first image.
1: I thought that w- went straight into Rose's story. So
0: no. Anyway, talk. Oh, it does go into Rose's story. Sorry, it does. It's the first part of Rose's story. I didn't realize it. I just um,
2: because I think they mentioned the vortex first, don't they?
0: Yeah, they do. Um, but I like the fact what I've been trying to say, but I keep getting distracted, is that we have Despair, who is a obese woman. Um naked which i like because i don't know that that's necessarily like a depiction that was regularly shown in media at all um and then desire is androgynous and it's actually like one of the few times that we're given a truly androgynous character for the first time in any media that i know of though kim can correct me if i'm wrong
1: it's literally two pages with Th- four, maybe 10 talking and thought bubbles. Maybe oh, I'm 15. Sorry. I'm sorry so for asking I'm you, sorry you. i sorry didn't I... remember this page. I, I'm sorry. I did not remember this page and this page. Sorry. Well, it, okay. It, it is introducing
0: um, two core characters. I'm, I'm going to give you a heads up and you need to go back and reread those pages because it's important i'm looking right now it won't take me very long
1: i did like these panels i could tell it was something other Mm -hmm. you know that we were dropping out of the yeah anyway you guys talk
0: yeah so i appreciate the fact that this is like the first time we're getting a androgynous non-binary character um in i'm gonna say white media because other cultures have had non-binary for a while uh, though it's interesting since we're gonna be doing they're doing the show that it is yes okay so
1: the one with the ring despair. she says attend sweet sibling i stand in my gallery and i hold your sigil
0: no nope, sorry that's me. desire right calling despair yeah
1: okay so despair is male because desire says big brother i'm watching you a 10 sweet sibling so the the fat person or the overweight person to not be derogatory is male i'm looking at it right now
0: i, I know i'm i'm triple checking that because
1: androgynous big brother i'm watching you
0: that's that's despair responding back to desire
1: okay i'm i'm you're gonna have to come here into my room and show me this sigil by sigil who or sigil by sigil jesus square by square whatever these little things are called <laughs> who the hell yeah. is who because no i i don't know
0: oh okay yeah nope so big brother i'm watching you desire is looking at dream's helm which is his sigil then further down, it says, "A ten sweet sibling. I'm standing in my gallery and I hold your sigil. That's desire calling despair. Then you go to the next page. How the fuck am I supposed to know that
1: this is, dr- this, this is dream? How am I supposed to know that? This thingy right here.
0: Because it looks similar to the helm. Doesn't that have a big long tubey thing? Yeah, but it, it disappears into the shadows
1: can i flip you off
0: (laughs) sorry it's just yeah it
1: it, (laughs) um i'm gonna have to have amber sit next to me and explain this to me square by square because i am not
0: gonna get this shit on the next page it says are we not endless queen of despair so despair is female and desire is androgynous non-binary they use both he she and they um depending on their mood.
1: Forgive me for not knowing that the thing with the long tubie thing and that thing were supposed to be the same thing. (laughs) The art isn't great. Mm. Doesn't make it any easier to read. No, no. Which is sad. This is the type of shit I should love. But again, if it were a book, I would be blissful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You would, you would, because you're blissful with his other book yeah um okay so <laughs> i i think that's everything in the comics so far without like going panel by panel discussion um, apparently i need it <laughs> so just touching because again we're not going to do spoilers for the show but i know sarah is not excited for the show i don't think sarah plans on reading what reading the show sarah's not going to read the show <laughs> I don't think Sarah is watching the show.
1: Not unless I have to. Not unless you have to. We're not going to make you. We don't do TV shows. We just talk about them.
2: I mean, we could talk about them, but like. I feel like there was one that you threatened to make me watch
0: before. uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, yeah. And I did suggest we could watch these ones. I don't know that I could patiently wait for you guys to like watch an episode, arrange to discuss, and then watch the next episode. I would probably mainstream them like crazy because I am beyond excited. But I'm not against like doing a special episode discussing the show. Um, but I know Sarah also does not want to watch it because she's a good cast for Lucifer.
1: Looks could kill, you would be done
0: i know i know god i would um,
2: kill so many people by accident if that was
1: you case, would wasn't,
2: there wasn't really any emotion in my you're just inside oh. here it's just oh. like it's falling into its natural state
0: <laughs> you do have a very good resting bitch face <laughs> yeah,
1: i wouldn't even call it resting bitch face i would call it resting murder face because you were just like yeah you were intense i'm like oh amber you need to stop talking
0: maybe maybe kim and i will just discuss it if sarah is not going to watch it um because again you're not happy with the lucifer casting
1: so i think you should get a chance she's a good actress
2: I, i i i agree um i think she's a great actress but she's not who i would picture for lucifer i have very strict i wasn't even that thrilled with the lucifer tv show um which thankfully they went completely opposite direction well like an opposite almost direction, yeah. just like some random direction, which has nothing <laughs> to do with the comics. So it's like, okay, then I can just interpret this as a completely different thing. But this,
0: <laughs> nope. Lucifer is Sarah's so, favorite character. If we tell you it's really good, would you watch it then? Earlier, she saw a picture of the guy who was playing Dream, and she's like. If I didn't know any better, I would think this was a Twilight remake. (laughs) Just the way he was sitting.
1: No, I know, I, I, I know what you're saying. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, (laughs) However, I would say that Twilight probably stole a bit of that image from this. The whole
0: fruity, dark-haired, pale creature of the night, kind of in
1: shadow always which i i've i've I, I watched twilight once i'm assuming we're talking about the sh- yeah. the movies not yes. the book yeah um but yeah i mean that whole male image of the, you know supernatural characters tends to be a thing where their hair's messy and they're lean Gosh, I mean, and it's
2: like he had this expression on his face and I was like whoa that person
0: kind of looks like Edward Cullen. Mm. Which is and, funny uh, because I've seen him in movement as Morpheus and like it's perfection Um I, I saw like the first thing I ever saw was like a fan filming him walking down an alley and I went oh god that's Dream um, it couldn't be more Dream unless it was like Neil Gaiman himself playing Dream <laughs>
1: That would be yeah, I mean, weird because he's he a would, weird talker. He, he, he has a, a unusual manner mannerisms of speech, which is kind of funny because he's a brilliant writer. But
0: yeah, but I mean, when he speaks, it, he's weird. We do have to recognize the fact that you, for Dream. if you Could look be. at Gaiman around that time frame, and you look at Morpheus, like they're pretty like interchangeable 20s. in appearance. Could be. <laughs> no no like like look a lot alike. meaning it could be that <laughs> yeah he
1: was writing himself into the or, character
0: or the artist decided it'd be funny to draw him as mm-hmm. morpheus because yeah. um death is actually based off of someone it's a friend he had um,
1: the artist or gaiman the
0: art the artwork that uh was done was based off of gaiman's friend who okay. was a, who was a musician Okay. And she was the inspiration for death um so but yeah I don't know if we would get Sarah to watch the show I'm excited for it I've loved everyone that they've cast um, not that Sarah remembers this character but Mark Hamill is going to be the voice of Pumpkinhead
2: <laughs> um that all broke up to me so I saw you moving <laughs> and I heard a lot of like just random <laughs> bursts of sound and then Pumpkinhead
1: was the last thing I heard. <laughs> Mark Hamill is going to be the voice of Pumpkinhead.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're timing of that, I was like, oh! Star Wars reference! And then you were just
1: blank.
2: <laughs> I was like trying to put it together like the sounds I heard into something that was coherent and it was just missing too many parts so i had to admit that i had no idea what you just said
0: um and then Patton oswald is doing the voice of matthew okay which fun fact mom matthew mom (laughs) i don't normally call you mom on here matthew (laughs) is actually a character from swamp thing
1: okay and who's matthew a crow it's a raven yeah i don't think i've
0: met him yet no you haven't haven't. but now you know when you meet him he's originally a human from the swamp thing comics
1: cool (laughs) sorry i'm about ready to start (laughs) throwing things at my dog
0: that's okay i think we've covered everyone for everyone everything for these 10 issues any other last thoughts or words on this nope are you guys excited to continue
1: i'm gonna continue and since we talked about the the spiral i've read it so we'll see if i engage more
2: entire thing you just
1: don't remember any of it it very well could be oh there's ronan there's probably a delivery at the door probably martin's dinner probably person at the front door and so the barking is not going to end because he's not out there to defend the world
0: well i was going to ask you guys about ratings but i think we'll skip it for this time and we'll do the ratings next time because we've been talking for oh okay a fair while so on that note our Intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.